Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Main Street Prowlers, guys. Hello. Sorry we're a little bit late running into this, but we kind of had to sit up a little bit more than we we usually do. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Good. Once we get somebody new. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, we do have someone new that we were not going to talk about until later in the show. Oh, my bad. So thank you, Distractor. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, we do... Have an interesting weekend to talk about. Um, as you saw, chaos in the arena. Um, partly because I want to say we we got a little bit peeved off at uh, Danbury tonight these past couple days. Okay. Um, because not only did um, Gino Mini switch from Elmira to Danbury. Um, thank you, Billy. That's I'm glad that you were on. But um, if you, anybody re remembers Gino Mini, we were kind of, um, we kind of had a run in with his um, family last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty sight. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> with that, though, um, we, I'm glad that we had actually kind of got, got to um, piss him off a little bit. Gino Mini was originally on Danbury. He was loaned to Elmire last year. Oh, yeah. So, it's, um, he was loaned. Thank you, Director. But, um, yeah, get your facts straight, boy. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but no, he's uh, like he, um, as corrected, he was originally with Danbury, but since Danbury couldn't play, they uh, loaned him to Elmira, which is still a sad situation within itself, Elmira not being able to play this year. Yeah. But, what can you do, right? So, going into the arena Friday night, what was your feelings, what were your hopes, um, based off of, especially how close we were to um, beating them on the opening weekend? What were you, did you expect kind of um, what we saw on Friday night? Yeah, I expected close games. I yeah. just, you know, our guys came out you know, playing hot first period. Second period, eh, okay, whatever. And then third period, back to the way they were playing in the first period. And we need to get consistent and play 60 minutes of hockey instead of, you know, letting up. Um, you know, it just, they, they played a great game, but it just did not, second period did not seem like they played with the urgency they did in the first and third. Yeah. And you expect that kind of um, coming in when Danbury got in with us, got in to Port Huron. You expect that from Danbury being on the bus all night and all day. Oh, yeah. To, so to have Port Huron playing with a sluggish kind of feel to it. And Matt Graham called him out on that on the second night. Yeah, if you guys remember yeah, that. I remember that. Definitely. And that's what he's going to be pushing him into the practice as he's going to Make sure that they are all, no matter what day it is, making sure that they give it 100% no matter how they feel. So, what are your thoughts on, um, what do they need to work on to get to that 100%? I, I don't, just the consistency, keep playing like they, they, 
you know, play as a team instead of um, trying to go up ice on their own, um, unless it is a breakaway. The breakaways are great, but um, when you don't have an open lane, pass that puck. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree with Dana on that. And the, um, this is one of the very few times that Corey Simmons is, has been pulled in the last couple seasons. So it's going into that. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Because he's not normally pulled. What would you tell him to basically take out of that situation? Um, my my question is, I, I'm one, my opinion, I thought maybe he was injured from the week before because he did go down pretty hard. Wasn't it Saturday, and, that Saturday um, he went down pretty yeah, hard? Yeah, Saturday night he went down. and I think that's um, Friday night. I hope it's not that he was injured. He just needed a rest. Um, or they just might have had his number. But... I just he just didn't have the, didn't seem to have the speed he did it you know Friday night no. and the beginning of Saturday night you know once he went down it just seemed like he was, he was somewhat getting, injured and sore he mm-hmm. was getting tired I could tell and that's, that's sad too because especially when you have a number one goalie coming into this the league where you're pretty much determined that he's gonna go because he started three straight games. To have that kind of um, consistency from a goalie in this league is unheard of because you're generally switching out every night. Yeah. So to go with a for sure number one, you have you have to give and take a little bit. But with that too, though, you have to make sure that you're protecting yourself if you're the starting yes. goalie day in and day out. Yes. Yes. Yep. And that's one thing I. Um, Corey loves to play. Yes. He loves to play. So he's not going to just pipe up when he's feeling right, hurt right. or anything. Which I don't blame him because he, with a lot of people, a lot of goalies, they feel like they're letting down the team <coughs> if they say, okay, I'm hurt. But as um, an assistant coach or head coach, um, you need to realize, okay, you have a goalie like Corey that's great that won't pipe up when he's hurt. Well, we've had other goalies that do the same thing, and they, you know, um, like we said, we had um, Sterling, was it, director? Yeah. Broken back? No, Adam oh. Russo. Russo. Adam Russo broke with a broken back, and, you know, until he found, realized he was that badly injured, and then, then he st- he quit mm-hmm. for a while. But, you know, um, but it, look how many players will do that besides, you know, a goalie, you know. We even can talk about, you know, NHL. Eisen played with a broken ankle, you know, to finish that playoff game. You know, play your – they love the game. You know, they're going to – they give it all. You know, it's mm-hmm. – And as you guys can see, I kind of had a little binging when I last uh, had the TV <laughs> on, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But now, I finally have the Partner Polly's logo up there, so I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, then with that though, it's not just confined, like you said, to the goalie. It's confined to most players. Yeah. But with the, my concern though is with the goalie, he's out there for a sixty full minutes. Yeah. Okay. At least with the players, you can analyze them when they come back to the yeah. bench. So as with the goalie, you're maybe seeing them two, three, four times a game right. for a max of like forty five seconds. Yeah. Because they don't come back for every media timeout. No. And, which is good because they don't want to take up the time. No. Um, 
if you know most time even for a timeout goalies don't always go back over because it's not always pertaining to them it's pertaining to your defense or whatever making that setting up that play so he just goes back and forth and keeps his, his legs you know ready you know moves around exactly um, <sighs> uh, we got a distractor over here um Already too tired for the show. <laughs> so, but yeah, that with that though, um, you need to realize the signs because there's sometimes like Corey gives off, like we saw on Friday night, he got up a little bit too slow. Yeah. Um, especially when he went down when his uh, helmet went off. Yeah. He was. He was furious. Yeah. Yeah. And he. He doesn't make it too obvious, but you need to realize his signs. Yeah. And I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not, not trying to be mean, but it's like we can't have a goalie like Corey going down. We don't we can't we don't want to lose him. Yeah. Just put it that way. He's 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 a great goalie. That's why how many games have we chanted his name, you know? Mm-hmm. He's oh, a great yeah. goalie. He makes some great saves. Uh-huh. Um, and but with that being said though, I we don't want him hurt either. Yeah. You know, we don't want him getting worse because he's playing hurt. Mhm. And um, well, also with that being said, our rookie goalie really stepped up on Saturday night. Yes. Also, um, going into the third period of Friday night's game. Yeah. He knew what he had to do. He came into a um, situation where it's not exactly um, where he knew he would have a backup goalie because, like you said, Corey needed that um, rest. He needed that rest. Yeah. So. That's that's an interesting situation as um Harvey stepped up pretty good. Yes, Harvey, thank you. So yeah. William Harvey. And but yeah, it's, he's a great goalie starting off. So let's hope that he can keep this consistency, yeah. be able to rely on him a lot more than what um what we used to in the past coming in with new goalies as well. Yes, we had Kirk Gutting who was amazing last year. But the, still that wasn't the normal coming with in with um Rookie goalies with us. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing is that we need to get out of that stigma that not everyone is gonna screw us over. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> I just used to be a goalie myself. I don't know anything. And that's why you're just our comedy of the group. Huh? Yep. <laughs> See, I'm not liked by the goalies, especially during the Silver Six, because I'm the one that's working the light to say if it's a goal or no goal. Mm-hmm. They're like, ooh, flash the light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just trigger it. I'll tell, no, I'll tell, I'll tell you what. When you're first learning, you actually do, you do miss hit that switch by accident. You know, when you're learning, you know that's why those, the younger levels is the best where place to start learning that stuff because they don't frown on your mistakes as bad as if you were in these type of leagues. And if you hit that light. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, you know, accidents happen. You know, they definitely want to go to a lot lower level to learn. <laughs> but I want to go to the professionals and just ding. That wasn't even your zone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, that's uh, we did see a lot of improvement from the opening weekend against Danbury. Yeah. It was a oh, lot of hard hitting. Yeah. The third um, period. And uh, Dustin Henning stood up for himself this weekend too. Yes, yeah. uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday's 
Second period, I actually mm-hmm. got a video of that. And I know there was a lot of confusion from Danbury's fan page about why Aaron Atwell went off. And I explained it a little bit. It's um, Aaron Atwell got the game misconduct. He did not hurt himself. And it was from the... Um, oh, wouldn't that be a strap right? And it came off? That was part of it, but it was also called... God, what was it? Um, he also was inciting okay. as well. Right. So he was basically being abusive to um, Dustin Henning. Okay. Insane? So, inciting. Oh, I thought you said insane. So he was ta- in taunt in the fight. Yeah. Okay. Which is unusual for Aaron Atwell. He's usually, even on the ice, he's usually the um, most sane, the most nice guy ever. Yeah, he is. Right. Well, things happen. Yeah. You know. So there's... There's something might be brewing between him and Dustin Henning. So. I, I don't even know if it's that. You think about it, what we've been going through, with, again, we talk about the referees. You know, they were letting a lot of stuff go again that night that yeah. should have been called, and players get frustrated when things don't get called eventually, and they take matters into their own hand. And this, and that's what's going to happen, unfortunately. You know, if, if they don't start getting control of the games... You know, you're going to have the players. They're going to eventually say, the heck of it. You're not going to call things. I'm going to, you know, mm. like skate it's up against somebody and just punch them. Mm. You know, it's, we don't want, yeah, we love it. We do love an occasional good fight. But we don't want it to cause, because of, you know, the refs not doing their job. On the show. <laughs> Taylor, Jabi, welcome in. From <laughs> Birmingham Black Bears. How you doing, Taylor? Yeah. And welcome in, yeah. We uh, we definitely love our uh, fans out there, and as well as the players. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what I was saying. Hello, Skiba. 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 And Skiba. hello, Kevin. Hello. Oh yeah, we got. Uh, we need to actually have him on one of these days because yeah. he is our biggest fan. He out is there. our biggest fan out there. We need to have him on our show. Um, we do have to find a way to get that set up to mm. you know get him here and be on our show. Exactly. Or you so, just so. have him come in here. We can just hit. Bring it on camera. <laughs> but we actually want to officially Yeah, we him want here. him here on, uh, okay. you know, officially yeah. here. Um, uh, with that, though, too, um, I'm going to use these last few minutes. You will be seeing a lot of different changes coming to the show as well. We'll be, be bringing on... Um, we're going to u- basically use a lot more use from Rob over here. Hello, <laughs> I'm going to put him in through... A, I haven't told the guys yet, but I'm going to be putting him through a little bit more of a skit process to explain the penalties as well. Yeah, you um, can't do that. <laughs> we we have hockey sticks that we can use that we can bring on the um, show as well. So it's um, yeah. Thank you for that, Rob. We we got a goalie stick, three uh, actual wood sticks. Well, okay, I didn't say that right. But yeah, if anybody remembers Cooper though, uh, oh yeah, bring it on camera D. Oh yeah, Cooper, if anyone remembers that from the especially the program original program flags days. Um God damn it. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> excuse my language, but <laughs> we also have this one. A Jofa. An old Jofa. Oh uh, <laughs> if anyone remembers the old Washington Capitals days, yeah. they'll remember the Jofas. Jofa makes me think of your mama. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be using these as props as well as um, other stuff that. Um, you got a uh, Northland Oh, I gotta come over here. Okay. 
There I go again. There you go. But yeah, we also have two North Lines, which I believe are all out of business as well. But yeah, you, you remember these blades where they're... A lot thicker. Yeah, <laughs> a lot thicker, a lot more straight in the blades. Um, we're glad that we knew someone that... Had something. Yeah. So Alex um, Flandeski, thank you for giving that. I know you're probably not watching, but thank you for donating to the shows. And <laughs> with that though being said, we will be putting us through a lot more different skits as well to hopefully boost it. The enjoyment on this show. And I think um, Rob will like that a little bit too much. Slashing yeah. uh, slashing people and explaining cross-checkings. Does, does the blind ref get to come out and beat him with a cane? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Hit me in, oh, oh, that's, oh, that was me that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will be revamping everything to uh, <coughs> make it more enjoyable for you guys as well. Yeah, with the wrong throw. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, comment in the comment section if um, you want to see anything um, more specifically to what you want to see on the show or in a different show as well. Because like I said, we'll be doing a lot more different shows. We already had, we were doing Main Street Prowlers 6 to 7, 7.30 on Mondays. Around the Miners 6 to 7.30 on Tuesdays. And we'll also be adding more shows as well down the road. Um, surviving the paranormal coming out in spring of 2022. Yeah, but I won't be on that one. Yep. Why not? <laughs> well, actually, I if it's only during the spring, mm -hmm. I should be able to do it because as long as it doesn't overlap with the prowler stuff, because right. um, you know I'm already giving. Will be on a Saturday night. You know, you, with you gotta think with everything with the games that are going on and with um, mm -hmm. the shows, I'm giving up four four and a half days of exactly. You no, know, and I I have a house to run. And that's mm -hmm. the same way it will be, a streaming. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, it's, um, we'll also be doing like a baseball podcast as well in the summer. Um, more specifically, a, a deal might be being struck with the USPBL. So that's... Four here in team? No, the USPBL in Utica. Oh. Yeah. The United States, um, the United Shore, sorry. <laughs> If, baseball. if Port Huron got a team, it'd be softball. It wouldn't be hardball because we don't have a um, mm -hmm. field that can handle that. Right. right. At the moment that I know of. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly, so much for that. <laughs> um, well, that'll be me, Kelly. Chris <laughs> okay. better not be a part of any goalie demonstration. The knee, that knee of his is still not working right. Well, you're not wrong. But, but yeah, anyways, uh, we'll have the, those shows. We'll be starting up a Pokemon um, show as well in the next year. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know much, but I, I barely know anything about um, that. But I'll be following the Masters Pokemon League, though, as well. So okay. that's. But with that, um, any more suggestions, we'll all, we're open to it. We all, we're expanding everything. We also have... Um, our, a new behind-the-scenes person, if he wants to come on. Uh, no, he can't come on camera. He's we have him tiny, stuck right now. Stuck. If you want to the main web camera, uh, you can't. We can turn the laptop. No, we can't because of the HDMI wire. Right. So. But, um, and we'll possibly get him over here during the um, break, and we'll go from there. You but, might know him from the games. <laughs> but, um, 
with that said, um, to check out all, all old episodes, uh, go to MeanStreetBlueWater.com. That also has our um, merchandise as well for both Blue Water Paranormal and all the Main Street Prowlers shows. Um, and also, leading up, starting tomorrow, leading up to Comic-Con, we will be giving a 10% discount on all our merchandise. So look out for that code tomorrow to see. That will be posted on our Facebook. So use that code to purchase anything that you want in the store that we have up right now. And with that, um, we will see you guys right after these commercial after this commercial break. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, now it's season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. Wherever you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform suits your fancy, just make sure that you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do. Make sure that you tell your friends about us. And I hope you enjoy for the future This is James Woman here from Great Lakes Gaming. Are you looking for an excuse to get out of the house? Well, if so, where are your excuse? We have Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering games all week long. We run leagues, and we're also open seven days a week. Every Thursday, we are running disc golf leagues at Hollywood Middle School from 5 to 7, all through the spring and summer. Please 
recently, we have become part of the WPN network of Wizards of the Coast. We're going to be starting trivia on Tuesdays, and we run a Super Smash tournament the first Saturday of every month. So that should be plenty of reasons for you to get out of the house. So, we had a little bit of an interesting uh, break here, guys. Um, a commercial break. Guys, we have Big Daddy over here now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching the Great Lakes uh, gaming commercial. He was flipping the uh, frisbee. You said Big Daddy to that? <laughs> uh, just go to camera E for that one. <laughs> okay, camera E. <laughs> <laughs> camera E, guys. I'm just... Oh, God. God dang it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like... Oh, I can't believe that's actually recorded now. Oh. So, I'm sorry, uh, Gage. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> For all that, I'm just like... I didn't want Facebook either. I want the Federal Hockey League. But anyways... So going into these games, though, let's um before I get these pulled up, though, um, any more comments before you have the, this pulled up? Um, oh God, we're losing Danon again. We're losing Danon. Are we? I do want to play something in the meantime, though. So go to camera E again. The video I said. There it is. This is for Saturday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but that was an interesting fight, though. That's. Because you don't see Dustin Henning really um, sparring really too much, so he's generally a quiet guy to get. So to get him kind of, yeah. So what are your thoughts on that fight right there? He was sticking up for the team. That yeah, fight. big time. And that's what the, ca the captain should be doing, though, right? Mm-hmm. And um. I do have to ask, what did you see out of that fight, you uh, blind ref? Again, as I always tell you, I don't see nothing. I mean, that's true. That's <laughs> um, so, I do want to, oh, you to explain 
How? What made you actually give a penalty shot to Danbury on Friday night? I didn't, I didn't do that. Then who provoked it? That was the other guy. The other guy? Okay, that's that's my favorite then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a kind of interesting night, though. Um, penalty shots, that's... Because I believe... No, that was the other weekend. I was going to say Austin Federley also had a penalty shot in that game, but... That was last weekend. Anyways, for Friday night, we actually had a score of six five, and you wouldn't think, you wouldn't believe the um, that that score going into the, the most of the most of the game as well, because we were playing sluggish, especially in that second period. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if you look at shot counts, um, the shot clock um, counts for the first period. You know they were playing pretty good, and then. Not very many shots in the second period, and mm. third period, right back up to where it needs to be. A good amount of shots, mm. in the, you know. So in the first period, Danbury outshot us eleven to six, and then in the second, it was fourteen to seven, and the third period we picked it up and we beat them eleven to seven in the shots, for a grand total of uh, thirty-two to fourteen, twenty-four for Danbury. So that night we just didn't have many shots either way. Right. No. I was thinking the Saturday yeah. when they, the shots were, you know, we were killing them in shots in the first period in the next game. Right. And, but with the third star, it was still, um, it's well-deserved Dalton Jay. He was, came out yeah. slow, but he came out, uh, ended up with a three-assist game. So he got the third star for that. Congrats for him on that. And Matt Graham scoring one goal, for earning him the second star of that game. And... I'm not going to argue this one because Tobias uh, of Jadek of um, Danbury does deserve the first star. And, and I don't argue that either. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. You know, the winning team should, you know, should mm -hmm. have a, a star. Even if it's not the first star, they should have a star in the game. Yep. Um, I wish Who's more teams in this star? league would follow that rule because um, we know some teams, their team gets all three stars no matter what. Mm -hmm. Win or lose, and that's yep. that's that's not that's not right. I don't think exactly. Uh, with that being said, though, Tobias ended up with one goal and two assists, so he he got a big point tonight. So it's well deserved. And um, this to start off though, just the scoring in the first eleven oh one, Tobias um, got an assist from Aaron Abel to put Danbury up one to nothing, and. That was kind of an interesting one, though, too. Was, oh, yeah, it was a um, penalty shot. So this was that night. So Austin Federley did score on a penalty shot that night, 14-54 um, into, um, into the first, which is rightfully so. It could have gone either way, but calling that a penalty shot, it should have been. Because he was on the verge of actually shooting and would have had that goal. Because mm -hmm. he was brought down to the... Um, the ice, which I thought was more of like a tackle rather than a tripping, but it was called a tripping. And I, I finally found the uh, blame on why I don't see nothing. I get to, I gotta have surgery on both eyes this within the next couple of months. So hopefully we won't have another blind ref yeah. coming up. But Maybe I'll be able to see better. Hopefully, but <laughs> no. Out of all seriosity, I I do. I go on the third or next on Monday to have one eye done, and then on the. 13th to have the other eye done. Mm -hmm. So. So hopefully that goes over well for you, though. Yeah. 
And but going into the third, the, the second period of five twenty-six, uh, Zachary Fereshu assisted by um, a returner, Jerry Pfeiffer. And uh, if anybody remembers, he was with us a couple years ago. Jerry Pfeiffer was, and then he got traded towards the end of the year to Battle Creek. Yeah. So he did really well over there for them, and yeah, he did. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. love his comment on Facebook that he's going back to his team. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yes, I'm coming back home, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There goes that Daddy thing again. It's <laughs> sad that I can't mute just one person. <laughs> just mute him all the time. <laughs> but yeah. Um, in response, so um, just under a minute later, at 6.22 into the second, um, Danbury scores off of a goal from Corey Anderson, assisted by Nicholas Levitsky and Dimitri uh, Deniluk. And this is where stuff started to go downhill for us. Um, the... Uh, what about Austin Predator? What? Oh, Austin Doe. Hi, Austin. Um, we'll get to your stuff later. <laughs> um, come back, Austin, t- tomorrow, and we're going to chat about the whole Carolina versus Columbus issue tomorrow, Austin. Um, 10.38 into the second, um, Gordy Bunnell scored for Damry to put them up 32. Uh, 17.06 into the second, uh, Jenny Ruiz scored... Um, to put them up four to two. Uh, eighteen twenty four into the second. Corey Anderson scores again for to put them up five to two. And into the third though, uh, five thirty three into the third. Nicholas Slavinsky uh, put them up for a final um their final goal six to two. And thank God. That's when that that was their last goal of the night. <laughs> uh, Seven fifteen, Matt Graham got us back into the game, to assisted by Quentin Ro- Roseboom, assisted by Dalton J. Six to three at that point, and thirteen forty five, Cade uh, Lambden, uh, assisted by Dalton J. and Dustin Henning, to basically come in within two, six to four, and. This is where stuff really got interesting. Because there was a very close chance to actually tie up the game. Because there was like 31.8 seconds when we scored this goal. And on the power play um, from Isaiah Crawford, assisted by Austin Federal and Dalton Jay, 6-5. And that's when we started really ramping up. We pushed really hard to get all this um, pushed through. And, and that's when you could really feel the intensity from the crowd at that point. Oh, yeah, definitely. And when you get that kind of last-second drama, when you are able to get your crowd... Yeah, that's fair. Yes, you're, you're really doing something as a team when you can get your crowd into it like that. They believe you that they can that you can do that last-minute push. It's, you don't want to do it, but at least they believe in you that much that you can possibly mm-hmm. win that game. Being down by four goals for most of the game. Well, that you know, that's your true fans. You know, the, mm-hmm. the true fans. You know, the, you know, they stay till till the end. Um, I understand if you got to leave, you got to leave. But you know, the, 
um, when you get comments sometimes that you know they ain't gonna they ain't gonna win. I'm going home. To mm -hmm. me, that's, oh, that's not that's not being a fan. You're supposed to support your team, your team, win or lose. Mm -hmm. I know who you're referring to it. Um, we don't use names, yeah, so, no, but no names. But yeah, and he's good. He's a very good person too. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I don't I don't like those myself. Like those those type of comments make it feel like you know mm -hmm. you you only support the team if they're winning. Right. You know, and that's not a fan. That's. But, luckily like though. The, like all the penalties that we're going to be calling here today. <laughs> what penalties? But, <laughs> exactly. Um, the, <laughs> luckily though, that most of our fans do stay to the very end. Yes. And we got lucky with that one. And this was, like I said, this was an interesting game itself. Uh, stuff started to boil over into the, from this game into the next. Because it all started when... Second period, into the second period. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tripped to Austin Fairley, gave him the penalty shot to actually get us on the board for the first, um, give us the first uh, score of the night. So it's, um... Did you get an Austin Fairley video, too? You believe so? I think I do. Uh, I thought he stole when he stole your video for his his page. What's that? I thought Austin used your video for his page because you can see our Ned and Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> you can see the Ned from our area is what I'm mm. saying from when yeah, he was taking a shot. So that was a beautiful shot. Oh too. my bad. No, this is on the opposite side of us. That's on the west side. Oh uh, yeah, send it to. The group chat so I can buy it. credit by Austin Fedley, whoever uh, uploaded that for him. I can't. You gotta go to his page. Oh, hold on. I can. There you go. Camera. I'm a good boy. <laughs> well, like I said, that was a beautiful goal right there. But take advantage of a um, of a penalty shot right there. Yeah. Um, this is when things started getting interesting. Though seventeen thirty seven in the first, which is the last of the first period. Um, uh, Zachary for issue. Um, Got a two-minute minor for tripping. And then this is 143 into the second. High-sticking against uh, Nicola Lavecchio of Danbury. Interference by Gino Mini, 232 of Danbury. And then delay of game by Johnny Ruiz, uh, 409. And also delay of game by... K to Lambda in 409. So it's kind of getting rough out there at this point. And, um, Quentin Robertson elbowing at 850. Uh, Kodiak, uh, White Duck for interference at 1110. 1449, Gino Mini for holding. <coughs> um, 1449, also Matt Graham for uh, unsportsmanlike. And... Uh, 1832, we got a fight from the non-fighter, Austin Federley. 
Uh, and he fought Grody Brownell at uh, 1832. 1903, uh, Johnny Ruiz uh, threw a stick up in the face, high-sticking. And if I believe so, that was, the guy actually started bleeding at that point. Yes. And But it was only called a two-minute minor. And then at the end of the period, this is where Dustin Henning went off at the 20-minute mark of the second period. Um, Tobias Adjek basically fought Dustin Henning, even though they got rough period penalties. This is where that basically the whole team fought each other, and we're surprised they only got roughing two roughing penalties yeah. out of it. And in the third, he wouldn't um, really thought it was as bad as it was in the second, but. Um, Cade Lambden got boarding, and then uh, Matt Graham fought at Tal Feedbins <coughs> at 1330, and then Corey Anderson got a uh, two-minute minor for a high sticking. And then 928 showed up for that game, which I thought was a little bit on the low side, but um, I don't know what you guys thought about that one. That's about right. Yeah. It seems right, definitely. What was that one as to Friday? 6-5? Yeah, 6-5. That's five, the uh, 950 attendance in that game, too, I think. That's what he just said. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were just saying that how he thought that looked a little bit low. Mm-hmm. Was it Friday um, or was it Saturday that we were discussing it being a little low? It was, it was like more than a... Yeah, but the, my thing is, is if you actually... It's a little bit harder to judge now with the black seats. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, true. because before with the the wood seats, you could tell who, you know, how many people were in a seat. Now with the new lighting and then you know the black darker seats, it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. tell. Really tell. Can't see her now. You know, because mm-hmm. if we know, you could tell the seats, you know, that were folded before. It's a lot harder now. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, it was the Saturday when we were discussing the with Mike. Because you and uh, Michael Hurd was like, wow, I thought it was going to be more than that. Mm-hmm. It was 1,300, and they said 850. Right, right. Correction, 851. Yeah, so, um, with that, though, too, it's, um, I'm, I'm glad people are coming out, especially when people are being instilled with fear of, if you go out, you're going to get hurt all the time. <laughs> with the... You're gonna get sick. Yeah, but but this is what this team needs. They need people to actually come out because they they can't survive on two fifty a night like they did last year. No. So that's um, I'm, I commend them for doing it, even though they probably took a huge loss at it. Mainly, almost everybody. But well, the whole point of last season wasn't to make a profit. Right. The whole point of last season was, you know, to bring hockey back, back, and exactly. Get, get, you know. Give people something to do. You know, that was the the point of, you know, hockey season last year. Exactly. You know, because what, we had 12 games? Yeah. It was was great hockey. It was a great season. You know, but it wasn't to, you know, make no profit. Because, you know, all the teams lost money on that, especially Carolina. Mm -hmm. Since they were on the road the whole time. You know, they didn't have any home games because their their state rules, they couldn't. Right. You know, so... 
Didn't they hit an arena towards the end? No. No, they Not didn't they play any goal. All their games oh, were on the Carolina. road. Oh, it was Carolina. I'm thinking of Columbus. Okay, yeah, Carolina wow. had all their games on the road. Um, they were so more you, strict last you, year. You know, they, so they, they paid out. You know, the and they technically weren't even supposed to be practicing and going out of state. They were supposed to either choose one or the other. They were so supposed to choose Port Huron. Mm-hmm. When we were on the road, they would be playing at the uh, the Orange. Mm-hmm. But they just decided to stay in the room. But do you blame them, though? Because not many people up here like Carolina. Uh, we would have went to the games. Yeah, we would have, yes. Would've, but... We would have helped. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we, I know I would have. You know, mm-hmm. found a way to get to the games and, you know, help them out. Especially the tick, getting tickets and all that, it was different too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the Talk pets. about different tickets. I'll bring this back up. I want to come back though. That this year's tickets is even more interesting though too. But with that being said though, um, remember to go to MainStreetBlueWater.com for all our merch, all our previous episodes as well. And also, if you want to check out the paranormal side as well of our company, go ahead and sign up for an investigation <laughs> as well. Uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break, though. What's that? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some... Um, Examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, that was season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. And I hope you enjoy for the future episodes. Hey, 
this is James Woman here from Great Lakes Gaming. Are you looking for an excuse to get out of the house? Well, if so, where are your excuse? We have Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering games all week long. We run leagues, and we're also open seven days a week. Every Thursday, we are running disc golf leagues at Hollywood Middle School from 5 to 7, all through the spring and summer. Recently, we have become part of the WPN network of Wizards of the Coast. We're going to be starting trivia on Tuesdays, and we run a Super Smash tournament the first Saturday of every month. So that should be plenty of reasons for you to get out of the house. Maybe not mentally, but we are physically. I am. No, you're not. I'm here this time. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you're not, though. I don't see you. Well, do you ever... Let's be honest. Do you ever see anybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least we're being honest on that one. But, yeah. Um, but this, though, too, we are going to the second game of the weekend, which is... Uh, I thought we were on the third one. Ninth. Okay. Fourth. Seventh. We are on the 10th. <laughs> Actually, it'd be the sixth one. Yeah. So the sixth, the sixth game of the year. Um, three way, three home. <laughs> oh God. No, it was two away, four home. Oh. Oh God, get the calculators. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and so on Friday night we actually won four to three, and we didn't have to have the. Um, Threat of overtime. Yeah. Even though somebody wanted it. What? <laughs> I didn't call for overtime for Saturday. In the stands you did. Oh, yeah, I did say in the stands. <laughs> <clears throat> Until we get the, uh, the two penalties at the end of the game. <laughs> but, um, anyways, starting off, though, it's, um, this is where things got interesting. 17 shots for Port Huron in the first... Uh, Danbury is 11. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That, yeah. You know, they, they came out just just a... Blasting. Mm-hmm. You know? It was a all-out war with basically no defense at that point. And that was uh, Pucks and Pup Night. Yeah, so it was. Doggy Nights. And... <laughs> Raw. <Rock. laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And this is why I say comedy comes first in this show. <laughs> oh my god. I think I'm boring him out though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's doing work. He's doing other work. He's, you're boring him. God. <laughs> Alright, so. As 20 to 4, though, Danbury outshot us in a second. And 18 to 7, we got back on the uh, wheel horse and uh, outshot 18 to 7. And. 
with a final shot total of 39 to 38. Yeah. So do they have that low of scoring with almost 40 shots for both teams? It actually. Especially with the. I myself, um, not being able to see too well, I thought there's a lot of quality shots. Mm hmm. And there's a lot of quality saves mm -hmm. in both ends, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm not going to. They were, they were both rookies. They were both doing their job. Yeah. Uh, third star of the game, though, was uh, Greg Harvey with the, our brand new goalie. Uh, allowing only three goals with a 9-2-1 save percentage. And second is um, Austin Federley with two goals and zero assists. And then Matt Graham in first with a one goal and two assists. And to start off the scoring, though, uh, 2.55 into the first, Austin Federley getting the first goal again, assisted by uh, Kay DeLambden uh, to put us up on top of one to nothing. Uh, 10.25, um, and the Austin Federley goal was a short-handed goal. Yes, it was. Um, Shorty. Uh, 10.25, though, on the power play, scored by Borgeron. Uh, Alex Johnson from Dalton J and Matt Graham. And that uh, that was the end of the period, though two to nothing going into the second. Um, Forty seconds into the second, though, uh, Johnny Ruiz scored from Tobias Ojajek to go two to one, and on the power play, five forty four into the second, uh, Johnny Ruiz got a second goal, assisted by Tobias Ojajek and uh, Blake Waterham to tie up the game at three apiece, and then. Uh, Third period, 5:02, um, even strength. Uh, Damry scored from Tobias. Uh, Odechek assisted by Vinny uh, Susie. And Susie, you. <laughs> um, a 14:40 though, a mess of a very, very long five on three. Um, this is where a lot of people started getting angry from Danbury's side, I saw. And I'm sorry, but those were all legit calls. And um, 14.40, though, power play goals by Austin Federley, assisted by Matt Graham and Greg Harvey. So congrats to the rookie goalie for getting his first assist of his career. And then 16.15 uh, in the third to finish off the scoring, uh, Matt Graham got a power play goal, assisted by Alex Johnson and Dalton Jay. So we did not get a single even strength goal that whole game. Nope. And we still won. So you have to give them props. They get stuff done during the special teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's, and where, that's where you need to make the difference, honestly. Mm -hmm. you, gotta, you know, especially if you're on a power play, you gotta, you got to make go to the power play. You mm -hmm. can't you gotta quit wasting them. Exactly. And it's also our specialty too, though, where we getting a, we're getting a lot of goals on uh, short-handed opportunities. Yeah. So it's uh, um, and I, I've, I've noticed too with our guys, don't let them get a breakaway. Nope. Mm -hmm. And it's not just one guy. Don't, most of our guys don't let them get a breakaway. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, we do have a specialist, but anybody at any moment will go. Yeah. And. <coughs> That's one thing too, though. It's um, can't remember his name. Give me one second. Oh, want to switch those cameras? No. Oh yeah, never mind. Don't don't listen to me. I'm just checking something really quick. <laughs> but they can see you checking on the back. Right. 
But yeah, Isaiah Crawford is a number 16. He's been a true game changer. Isaiah Crawford has been like the, other than the veterans, he's been the heart and soul of the team so far. Mm-hmm. He's been pushing through into situations where he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And where he basically, where he literally had no spot, no area to go into and no space at all. And then he somehow finds himself right there. And a lot of times getting a goal too. Mm-hmm. So I have to give him props. I have to give him the, if we're, if we're starting to do the monthly start of the game, the start of the uh, team, I'm going to give it to him. Okay. Who? Isaiah Crawford. Oh, so yeah. basically the rookie of the month for me, if we're starting to do that. Okay. Um, so but the, going back to this game, though, um, Joe Pace Jr. does what he always do. Uh, get, gets team pumped up by a high stick. Really? Well, he, that wasn't, I don't know. It was definitely a high stick, but I don't know if it was, you know, one of the deliberate mm-hmm. type. Um, yeah. It was just not lost, you know, no control. Uh-huh. Lost control of the stick, and so, you're, st- you're still guilty of it. I understand yeah. that. But um, you think about it, if you look at his penalty minutes they've gone this down weekend, they've gone yeah. down. Um, so, yeah. like we say, Joe, Joe's definitely a great player. He's a very good player. He just, great guy. He needs to stay out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we need him on the ice. And we also do need him to enforce, like we say. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's got to protect the team. He's one of the ones that, you know, if somebody's doing something, he's going to definitely take care of the issue to take care of our team. Exactly. You know, protect the team. And that's what he's realizing this, these last couple of years, is that's exactly where we need him. Yeah, you know. Like I say, we need enforcers. You have to have enforcers. If you don't have enforcers, you're not gonna, you're gonna get walked on. Exactly. And that's the thing, though, is that even though he didn't need it, though he did pump up the team with his penalty. Yeah. And give us the try and go off that. Yeah. So, I mean, he does do something for the team, no matter what he's doing. Yeah. So it's um. But yeah, uh, White Duck, uh, Kodiak White Duck of Danbury though, 14, 437 in the first, got a roughing call, and then uh, and then Joe uh, goes back into the box for a high stick again, and I would call that a roughing, but what can I Yeah, that's what I'm saying, as, as blind rushs don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Uh, I didn't see a high stick there. That, that one I definitely didn't. It, it was definitely a rough one. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I don't know. Right. Um, going into this seven oh four, Isaiah Crawford went in for a boarding, which is another questionable call at that point. And then Alex Johnson got some gets an unsportsmanlike conduct, which did anybody besides the blind ref? Did anybody see it unsportsmanlike by Johnson at that point? No. So that's kind of interesting. And 8.30... Just the normal refs being the refs. Right. 8.30, Nicola Lavigue uh, cross-checking. 8.30, 10.21, Tobias uh, check uh, cross-checking. And then um, end of the second, one second into the second is when that fight that I showed earlier, Dustin Henning versus Aaron Atwell. And then Aaron Atwell getting the game misconduct. And at 3.43, Chris Atkins, Alston, uh, uh, two minutes for holding. Matt Mezzano, uh, two minutes for uh, 
uh, delay of game. Uh, 7.52 delay of game by Alex Johnson. Uh, 14.28 slashing by Kate Lambden. And then end uh, of the third, 5.57. Um, too Many Men by Danbury. And that was served by Kayanna uh, Farasud. And this is when everything started going downhill for um, Danbury. Danbury, yeah. Because 13.18, uh, Dimitri... Got a delay of game with Nicola Leveshu getting a four-minute uh, penalty for cross-checking and on Sportsman Mike. And then 14.05, not even a minute later, um, Dimitri Demeco got a cross-checking. So it's, they had a five-on-three plus an extra penalty that hadn't even started yet. Because... And that's the, what, unfortunately, we're having a big debate up in the mm-hmm. East yeah, Uppers yeah. on that one. Uh, I, my opinion, I always thought, the, you know, when you got that one in the box, that penalty don't start until the, one of the other ones expire. One of our other fans thought, no, it don't. You know, well, you can't really start a penalty until, mm-hmm. because unfortunately, you don't have so much room on the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, so they use this system where, okay, your penalty starts after mm-hmm. something comes out of the box. And yeah, so even if you have spaces on the um, board, too, you can't even technically start, start that one. Because you have to have a minimum of three players on Right. So, you know, so how can you run that penalty while current with the other ones? Because it just goes through, like you said, five on three until all those penalties run through. So technically, we almost ran eight minutes. Yeah. You know, because of all the penalties at the end. Yeah. And it's uh, it's kind of funny because it's... um, And they they were all legit penalties. You mm -hmm. know, they... You know, especially as, the pushing one. And as, I'm surprised though because there was a point where during that five on three, where I thought it was questionable, it was like where we, even the prowler should have gotten some penalties. Yeah. So there was a good chance where it should have been a three on three. Yeah, like, it, it, we, we say that a lot. You know, it's yeah. um, it Plus. goes both ways. You know, sometimes it goes in our favor, sometimes it don't. Yeah. Um, I have to say, with the officiating that night, um, they were trying to call it pretty even. They were, yeah, you know. But yeah, um, but to finish up this uh, penalty summary, Zachary Frusso got an interference call at seventeen thirty nine of the third, and that's that's it for that game. Yeah, a lot of penalty calls, but unfortunately, that's when you got a good refing system. Or they stop it at the source. What's yeah. the time and all that? Mm-hmm. So 879 was the attendance for that night. Hey, I got it right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got it dead on. <laughs> Whoa. Weird, isn't it? Yes. Because <laughs> I called 879 and then the announcer called 843. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was kind of weird that... Um, I meant to message you later that night, too. be like, yeah, you got it right, yeah. Schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, a, going into this weekend, though, this will be the first time we travel to Binghamton to see the Black Bears. And honestly, they'll be hard to beat, especially coming off straight wins against uh, Watertown, their rivals right now. Yeah, and... But they have lost their one starting... Score there that uh, little scruffish Saturday that 
with Watertown. He did? I, thought, I only saw Coachman getting, but... No, I think he's injured. The uh, oh, Black they Bears. Got, they got off suspension. They got suspension? Yeah, they got yeah, one suspension. I, okay. I posted in the group chat. I thought somebody got injured, too. Brett Maracle suspended for two games for the Black Bears. And they got called, too. And uh, Joseph Murdaka, yeah. Loaned to Cincinnati in the ECHL, which is definitely good for them. Um, other suspensions from that Watertown Black Bears game. This is going to be one hell of a series to watch if you um, go watch the Because yeah. Coachman got suspended again for another three games. Ryan Devine for one. And then Nolan Selectica for one game as well. <laughs> so that's... That's a heck of a name. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting series to watch. But either way. We are going to Birmingham to play the Black Bears for the first game. Friday night, November 19th at 7 p.m. So... Um, we're going to start off with you, Rob. What is your thoughts? What is, what is your prediction? Uh, I gotta say, we might actually lose this one. Three, three, one. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, Director, what is your thoughts? Three, two, us. And then, uh, Blind Wrath. 4-3 Crawlers with a bunch of blind referee um, penalties. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and then we're going to start with our new guy this year. That's said tonight. Wait, wait, what is your prediction for a Friday night? Friday night? Um, who are they going against? Black Bears. Black Bears? Oh. After watching that little stuff with them. Watertown. Watertown. I would have to give it Oh, I'm probably going to be the odd man out, but I have to give about four, three bears. You're going with him on this one. <laughs> but he's at 3-1. He yeah. didn't call it a close game. <laughs> well, no, I'm, the Prowlers are probably going to do what they did with Dan Barry mm -hmm. the first night on Friday. It's going to be a close game, but I got to give it to the Bears because the Bears are pretty be wrong. sweet mm -hmm. against. And, I mean, look at them in the standings. Mm. They're up there on top. Will they stay there? No. I feel about it. I want to take the first spot at the end of the season, but... Just getting started off, though, to feel the water. Right. But, and that's my thing, though, too, is that I don't think we'll have a solution for them just yet. And I think... <laughs> I'm with Rob, too, Kelly. I'm also with uh, um, Sean over here. I think they're going to... It's going to be a 4-3 overtime win for Binghamton. And I know I just swore right there, but this is going to be, at least it's going to be a close one. <laughs> Take the seat. Take the seat. There's the <laughs> um, So, going into the Saturday night's game, at 7 p.m. on the 20th, and we'll be just finishing up Comic-Con at this point. Um, so... What kind? At 7 p.m. start time for the game. Um, we'll miss probably the first period. Yeah. Because uh, tear down and. Yeah. And hopefully not that much, but so Comic Con does close at 6. 
So that's but um, going into Saturday's game, what are your thoughts, Rob? That's what I'll say. We're gonna win four uh, two prowlers. And then uh, since our director's not available, a shot. Uh, well, it's gonna be like it was in uh, over in Danbury in the season. It's gonna be Bears again. Probably about five two regulation loss. Okay. And blind ref. I still say Crawlers uh, close game. Um, three two. I and, and I, I hate the word, but yeah, I'm gonna say overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna go for a big scoring at night then on Saturday night. I just give the fans a little bit more of a excitement. Um, I'm gonna go for a eight to six win for the Prowlers. Yeah. And can I make that an even worse bad word? Shootout. End of the broadcast now. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> are we gonna oh, yeah. put the camera in the new person? No. No, it's um. I'll have a monitor and around the minors. Mm. A tight spot here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't exactly plan it out, so. We, we... Hey, um, director, real quick. Justin, director, real quick. Your prediction. Put him on hold for a second. I can't. Not with this whole clock here. Okay. But with that being said, then. Two, um, three brawlers. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, though, remember to check us out around the miners tomorrow, and we will be. Um, Going over a little bit more of the um, Watertown versus Binghamton rivalry tomorrow. In the uh, Columbus and Carolina shootout over yes. Terry. And we will also... Hang on, I'm going to go. We will also be... Um, we might have a special guest on tomorrow, but we'll announce that tomorrow. Yes. So, it's, uh, with that being said, go to MainStreetBlueWater.com and make sure to check us out there. With that being said, have a good night.